I'm Ren Young. And I'm Katrina Vargas. And And this this is That Other F Word. All right, we are joined here today once again by a really lovely, awesome lady that we're super lucky to know, Daisha Lundy. Um, So Daisha and I met, actually, you guys hear me talk about the League a lot. We met through the League of Women Voters. Um, which is just a tiny little part of of all the stuff Daisha has done. Um, so, Daisha, <laughs> my computer died. <laughs> that's okay. Well, we don't. Ha- that's okay because we don't. My computer oh, didn't die. And yeah. before we get into anything, we have to ask you our guest questions. Uh oh, I'm nervous. Okay, don't be ahead. nervous. Okay, I'm actually super excited about one of them and talking to you about it. Okay, so the first one is: Are you a feminist? Yes. <laughs> Why? Really? You don't have to say it just because you're on no, a podcast. No. So I was actually I excited feel- to talk to you about this because I asked. So I don't know if you remember this, but when we, we went to asked, the leadership yeah. summit, I yeah. asked you and you were like, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> I'm, yeah, I'm, I, the more I get to know myself, it's like I'm trying to find this power woman, this uh-huh. empowerment in me. Yeah, and, and and it's hard because I realize how devalued we are as women, uh-huh. and I'm trying to grow that out and burst out and be that that woman. Yeah, so okay. yeah. well, cool. That's really cool. So it's kind of shifted the way you feel about. Yeah, the well, I'm I'm growing. Yes. Okay. Yeah. So, because I think when I asked you about it, what you said was because. So when I talked to you about it, I think I just took for granted that you probably were a feminist, mm-hmm. and you were like, no, you're like I. I think you said something to me about like just not thinking about labels that much, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, which I thought was really interesting and, like, was all actually a really good lesson for me and, like, just not assuming. Not assuming. <laughs> yes. We, we do. We do. I, I'm always like, oh, yeah, for sure you're a feminist. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's fine. <laughs> so now that you have, have, like, thought about it more and you're on this kind of journey, what do you think about feminism? Mm, well, I think... I think we need to do a, a better job at, um, I want to know what, I mean, how do you define it in your terms? So for us, it's just about equality. Yeah. And, and, and actually what that really means. It's not about, I think most people think that what it means is hating men or uh, thinking we deserve more than men. Yes. Um, Negative, to right. me, it has nothing to do with negativity towards men in any way. Mm-hmm. And actually we had um, Wendy Pete's. Pitts Reeves, a good friend of ours, on recently. And what she said, and I love this so much, she said, it's just treating ourselves with the same respect that we treat men. Yes. It's not about somebody being better or worse than anybody else. It's just about giving ourselves that respect. Yeah, and it's so hard. So I have, um, I'm a Beyonce fan. Okay, I love Beyonce. So I remember her album dropped, I think it was 2013, the Beyonce album, and it empowered me so much. I like, okay, I want to be this woman. I want to unleash this lion in me, and how do I do it? Because I've been reserved all my life or, you know, always trying to find a man or just be under a man and not really find my voice. So, yeah, so that's, that's my journey. That's, you know. I love that. I yeah. Love that. <laughs> like that made me so happy to hear that. <laughs> well, it's really funny. So the next question, you you may have just answered the next question already, but you can answer someone else. Okay. If you want. Um, who do you think of when you think of feminism? Oh, yeah, Beyonce. Yeah. That's, that's my girl. <laughs> she needs to come to Knoxville. Yeah. That'd be great. Yes, we can take over. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get her on here. <laughs> We should get her in. That would be awesome. Um, we'll talk more about this later, but we should get her in for like one of your campaign events. Yeah, that would be awesome. Oh, my God. <laughs> but yeah. Ben, be magical. Yes. <laughs> and I mean, you know how she talked about, if you ever heard any interviews with her, she talked about Sasha Fierce. Uh-huh. And that's where I'm trying to find the Daisha Fierce in me. Yeah. I like that. I think so she's in hopefully there. at 40, I know it's coming. <laughs> well, she's in there for sure. You yes. Just, you just got to unleash her. Yes. Okay, so this is my favorite question, and I, I like to ask it because Ren gives you guys too many passes. But wait a minute. She's running for office. I so understand I have that. To I'm going to give you the okay. kind of pass. If the first answer is wildly inappropriate, you can give me your second answer, but it, you can't go further than that. Okay, okay. What's the last thing or you Googled? Or you can just lie. <laughs> <laughs> well, the last thing I Googled, Googled today 
It's boring. It's, That's, it's a boat builder. <laughs> I'm, wonderful I'm trying to figure out how to use the thing. Not, no, no, no. That's not boring at all. That's a great thing, which will then kind of lead us into like just who you are, what you're doing, and all of your accomplishments. That's, that's not boring because what you're doing is like the nuts and bolts everyday work of running for office yep. yes. because you're, sorry, Mitch, a badass lady who's running for office. I'm glad you said, somebody <laughs> else said that. And I, I love for you, I thank you for saying that because it's helping me, you know, rev up and unleash that lion. So awesome. I'm excited. Okay. So that's not boring at all. That's great. And look, you didn't have to like make something up mm-hmm. or get in trouble. <laughs> no. That was like, that was actually I'm the like, perfect I'm actually answer. working on a campaign. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I'm, I'm a that's candidate. A, that yeah. is awesome. Okay. So then Ren, you want to get into who Daisha is, like yeah, so why she's so important. Now I'll and... say the things because I got my computer working again. Very exciting. So <laughs> the good so, news is it's always up there, by the way, <laughs> just in yes. case. No, I know. I, I have a cheat sheet. I, well, I'm struggling to not be distracted by Katrina and Mitch looking at a video of Mitch's dogs right now. <laughs> it's not a video. It's actually we're live streaming them. And so it's kind of fun. Like we, So, Daisha, I don't know. Rin is distracted by Mitch and my behavior <laughs> a lot. And okay. so we're trying to work on some of this is testing her to yes. see how well she like does. And I have to step in here and ask you how don't have to. how my face pointed down towards an iPad is distracting to you. I'm not even saying you're doing anything. Distracts Rin. <laughs> because I I feel like I'm constantly on guard for what you're about to bring. She's just very nervous. Because <laughs> well, we okay. don't know what's gonna happen next. <laughs> we do we do like to keep her on her toes. And yeah. So Yeah. You know, you guys are both smart and witty enough. You guys can keep up with us. It's, it's fine. <laughs> oh, my God. All right. Okay, so Daisha. Back to Daisha. Always off right. the rails. So Daisha, for, for those of you who are in the area, Daisha uh, was born and raised in East Knoxville. That's where she still lives. And you're pretty passionate about that area, right? Yes. Yeah. In fact, that's where you're running for office right now, mm-hmm. of course. Mm-hmm. Um, so she has a bachelor, bachelor's degree in chemistry from UTC, the University of Tennessee at Chattanooga. Um a master's in physical therapy from Tennessee State University and a doctoral degree in physical therapy from University of Tennessee Chattanooga. Um, so, I mean, certainly since I've done you, you've been involved in like tons of organizations, mm-hmm. um, your neighborhood association, um, the board, you're on the board of trustees for Knoxville College, uh, commissioner for the city of Knoxville Historic Zoning Commission. Uh, you're a board member of the East Tennessee Community Design Center, a board member of the East Knoxville Business and Professional Association, and like lots of other things. Mm-hmm. Um, so, but when I met Daisha, she, so we had um, another local politician on our league board, and he had to step off because we had a nonpartisan board, and um, he was running for office, and so he suggested Daisha as a replacement. And we were super lucky um, that he did. So you were our secretary. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, I don't know what your league experience was like, but <laughs> I will tell you. So I was very grateful for you because I was president at the time. Mm-hmm. And um, often in an organization like that, you know, it's made up of very passionate people. Mm-hmm. And sometimes passionate people are not the most reasonable people. <laughs> not to a one, but there's sometimes. And <laughs> and also, a lot of people who have been involved in the league have been involved for a long time. Mm-hmm. And so to have somebody like you who is passionate, but um, who I found to always be a calm, reasonable presence in mm-hmm. the room, like I was very grateful for you. And because I think, you know, when you've been... Sometimes you find yourself, if you've been in an organization for a long time, kind of chasing your own tail a little bit. Right. Mm-hmm. And so to have someone with an outside perspective, um, especially, and I hope this is okay to say, um, the league is made up of mostly, how do I say this? I, I can say it, older white women. Yeah. <laughs> yes. I'll say it. No problem. <laughs> and um, so <laughs> to have someone of color on the board and, mm-hmm. and someone who was also like, Somewhat younger, and I mean, a lot younger. Yeah, it was. Just <laughs> <laughs> say what everybody else is thinking. She's I'm my, not. I'm not restrained by any kind of weird rules. <laughs> yeah, she's my. She's, she's my free. translator. Yeah, she is free. I am free. <laughs> I mean, I cannot tell you how grateful I was to have you in the room. And what's lovely about you, I was telling Katrina about this on the way over here, is that. And I don't know, like, from what the conversation we just had before recording, I don't know if you see yourself this way. I hope you do. 
um, there's there's a like there's a kind of person that sits in the corner and is quiet and is of little consequence, you know, in mm-hmm. a room. Mm-hmm. That is not who you are. So your presence was very like meaningful, and I I consider you like a low key powerful person. Hmm. You know what I mean? I yes. Never thought it, about that. It was really cool. So she describes you as somebody who you weren't just you weren't the loudest voice in the room, but. Mm. You you have a strong presence, mm. even when you're not saying anything, mm-hmm. and so that's that's really cool. And the kind of person that when they talk, people you, listen. You actually listen, listen right? Because and they, they want yeah. to listen. And people always tell me that, and I just don't see it. You know, I guess I'm just I'm used to just being me. I just do me, um, whatever. You see me at Kroger. I'm just me. You know, so it's hard. So I'm always grateful when people are like, okay, this is what I think about you. I'm like, really. Yeah, we're trying well, to unleash yeah. that lion. In we're you. trying so to. We're, we're, we'll get when, there. <laughs> few weeks, forty. I'm going to unleash it. Well, and that's an incredible quality to have in a world where people are constantly upset about everything all the time. Right. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, I think a lot of people think they get their power from being loud and being cutting, and that's not who you are. Mm-hmm. And and I. Hope you bring that with you into your political career. Yes. Well, I, I guess it's a part of me because I wasn't trying to be anything else but me. So yeah. I guess it's just a part of who I am and just embracing it, like you said. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I love that. I don't so, know yeah. where it comes yeah. from. I think I'm a healthy balance between my mom and my dad because my, my mom is like, you know, she's not loud, but she sweets her mind and my daddy's very like laid back. <laughs> <laughs> so. so you have the best. And actually, I will tell you, so my... Uh, we also just did uh, recently an episode on intentions and goals and mm-hmm. resolutions for the year. Mm-hmm. We don't really talk about resolutions. We talk about goals and intentions. Mm-hmm. And my goal for the year is to kind of stand more in my power, which is exactly what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, I wanted to talk about, so you have a Facebook page called Know Your Value, mm-hmm. which we will share. Mm-hmm. Um, but what you say is that women tend to limit their abilities to become what they are destined to be because they do not feel like they are good enough. Um, and that's so my goal is that's kind of goes along with my goal for the year, but also kind of goes along with this whole journey uh, of yours mm-hmm. and mm-hmm. this conversation we've been having lately about empowering women and other women and also empowering yourself, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Um, so, where did that come from, that page? That page came from a place of heart. I just yeah. ended uh, a relationship that with somebody I thought I was going to be with. And, um, and that was a very dark time in my life because, you know, I mean, at the time of the breakup, I ended up finding myself locking myself in the house in the dark mm-hmm. and just trying to find out, like, I need to find who Daisha is because Daisha always wants to do for everybody else, but I wasn't doing for myself. Well, so yeah, that, I speak, kept, yeah, that speaks to our hearts because, you know, we're really big on, you know, self-care and mm-hmm. this is why. Mm-hmm. And so, like, it, it hurts my heart for you, but I'm, I'm still glad that then you found a way to... Shift that, and yeah. Then. And I mean, I, I didn't. I mean, I, I just felt like I was like, people need to know your value. I mean, know their value, and that's like that was actually for me. It wasn't Good. for me to share, but I felt like I needed to start Facebook. But it was just kind of one of those things. Everything I posted was I'm trying. I was trying to work out for myself. Yeah. So and you know, people started coming to me like, "Do you coach? Do you life coach?" And I tried that. Like, no. I realized I tried that. Like, no, I can't do that because I haven't <laughs> found me yet. You know, everybody thinks I'm confident I have it all together, but I, like, I was still on a journey of finding me at that time. That's yeah. awesome. And thank you for sharing that mm-hmm. with others. Mm-hmm. Like, Yeah, I thought you were going to say I like mean, you got it from like a TED Talk or something. No, no like, that's very no. I'm, I'm very, I'm one of those, I sit in the quiet and I listen. I listen to that inner voice and that's all I kept hearing. Yeah. Know your value, walk in purpose, change the world. I didn't know what it meant. Yeah. But I think I'm... Um, it's been, oh, gosh, help me with the t- math, 2012, I think, when I started that page. That's what your Facebook says. Yes. So. Okay, good. <laughs> <laughs> Not crazy yet. But yeah, and just and just being intentional about the journey, and the journey is very rough, and um, it takes a lot of courage to dig into your pain and dig into everything that's about you. You got to dig into your family, your, your background. Just it, 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 It's been painful, but it's been empowering. Because I'm doing stuff now that I never thought I would do. Yeah. Well, it takes Mm self-analysis 
But you know, knowing your value in this world is hard enough just on a regular daily basis. Mm-hmm. Like looking, we're all so busy that looking inward is kind of the last thing on the list a lot of times. But that doesn't even, you know, take into account all these real life things, like, you know, that make us question our value, like mm-hmm. ending relationships mm-hmm. or, you know, not getting a job you wanted or, you know, uh, personal family relationships, friend rela- like all kinds of things yeah. come into the picture. And what you don't know about that, when I started that page, I was very stressed after, you know, dealing with a breakup that took months. And I want to tell people, don't worry about how long it takes, you know, just no. go through your healing process. But I was at a job that I was working seven days a week. Oh, my gosh. And, um, you know, I'm a physical therapist. And I end up quitting my job. I had one of those, I call it the eat, pray, love moment. You remember that book when you just quit everything, you quit life. (laughs) And I quit my job and I just took the journey because I was just so tired. I was so frustrated. And I said, I feel like, I feel like there was more for me to do. And I wanted to figure that out. And so that's kind of, you know, a little bit more extra about know your value and, my journey. Did but. you go to India on your journey or just no? Like I had to stay in Knoxville <laughs> in my house with books and journals and another little secret. I like to sit in my bathroom and lock myself in the bathroom <laughs> to find myself because I'm an introvert. So I have to have that quiet time. They're like, you have a house by yourself. Why you got to lock yourself in? That's like, it's just one of them. That's my thing. It's just your little cocoon. <laughs> my, your little yeah. cave. You have to be in a little cave and I sit there, I meditate, I journal, I read, I cry, I laugh, I listen to me, I dance in my bathroom, whatever else I feel like doing. What a fun so. bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's the most magical bathroom that's ever existed. It's very magical. Yeah, it's very magical. Good. I think that proves that we all need a little space too, right? Mm-hmm. Like a little safe space, yeah. a little self-care. Well, and like a know. little, I don't even know, like locking yourself in, even though you're the only one in the house, that's like a little bit of like... It's almost like ceremony or something, you know what I mean? Like, Mm -hmm. that's really cool. It's cool. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, So were you involved in all the stuff that you've, like, all that big list of stuff? Were you involved in all of that before then or afterwards? It was afterwards. So before now, I was involved. I always volunteered since high school. Um, I always loved tutoring children. So everything I was involved in prior to was around the youth, um, the Urban League uh, National Achievers Program, Unique Academy. Then I was really heavily involved in my sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha. So, yeah, so you can imagine when I quit everything, people's like, okay, she's lost her mind. <laughs> like, what's going on? And I was offered counseling and all that stuff. I'm like, I don't need counseling. I knew I was on, going on a journey to find who Daisha really is. Yeah. And that's hard because people look at you like you lost your mind. It's like, you, you could have married this great guy and you have, you're a doctor and you quit your job, like. You definitely need counseling, but I like no, it's not counseling. I, I was like, I'm going to embrace this journey, and it was scary because you know you got to tell your parents like, yeah, your your daughter who has a doctor degree is, she's finished with physical therapy for a moment, <laughs> and they just like, and I'm I'm grateful for my parents because they didn't say they like we just gonna let her be her. Yeah. Which is awesome to have that support around you because yeah. that's not that isn't an easy decision. And then, yes, that does sound to everybody around you that would be. Alarming. Yeah. If, if, you know, anybody, I, th- I think about any of my friends, if they say, I'm quitting doing everything and I'm going to sit in my bathroom and journal, I, I mean, I'm concerned. Yeah. I mean, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah I get nothing. it. I mean, I, I want to cry now and just think, like, I can't believe I did that and, and look at my life now. It, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm very proud of you for doing that. I, I don't know many people have the courage to take a step back in a healthy way. Mm-hmm. So I think you did, I think some people do it in a not productive and not healthy way. And I right. think you doing it in a productive Yeah, because it was work. Way. It wasn't sitting at home doing nothing. It right. was just work. You know, working on me. It obviously worked. <laughs> so I what mean, did that look like on like a, a regular day? Oh my gosh. Probably, it probably was a little depression because it's like, <laughs> did I just quit my job? <laughs> <laughs> Granted, I was making 90 a year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's like, you know, you go out and people are like, she quit her job. <laughs> but day to day is just, you know... um, my faith, you know, I was reading the Bible every day. I, I read the Bible like front to back, <laughs> so, like constantly and reading um, 
just reading books about leadership or finding yourself, just anything that I was led to, trying to figure out how to um, discern that inner voice because I think, you know, it's it's so, everything's going on in your mind. It's just trying to find that inner balance and not get distracted from the world. So it's just really, I didn't really watch a lot of TV during that time. But that was my day-to-day oh, exercising, trying to eat right. I learned how to garden during that time, and it, mm-hmm. that found I found a lot of peace doing that. Um, That's why I do it. Yeah, <laughs> gardening is the best thing. But just you know, just that quiet time because I was I was I was tired too because working seven days a week for two years straight, not having a break, don't take vacations. It was fine. Just for the first few months, I slept a lot. I'm yeah. just I think I was mentally tired. Sure. I mean it's emotionally like tired, physically tired. I mean, yeah, you were it was a yourself. it was a journey of healing. Mm-hmm. And I didn't know how it looked and I didn't know how when it was gonna end. Cause you know, it did get to a point that I didn't have any money. And yeah. my mom was like, <laughs> sure. You need to figure out what you're doing now. Like, I don't know, I don't know when this journey's gonna end. Yeah. And then I went back to work and I'm like, thank you. But yeah, I went back to work. Um, you probably had different boundaries and different yeah. different boundaries, and, and I actually work part time because I don't care about the money. I mean, yeah. I, I mean, I'm sure people want. I want money. Don't get me wrong, but it's not the it's open, not. The first yeah, priority. I just want my peace. Like I just, you know, my my thing is, I just want to sleep at night in peace. That's that's where my blessing is. Mm-hmm. Um, making money, I, I would love to make money so I can give because there's so much need in our community. But, um, but yeah, I, I was. I'm not ashamed. I do work part time, and when I went back to work, because I was scared because I didn't work for like I think it was three and a half years, which is crazy thinking about it. And I got a call from uh, somebody that, uh, in Cock County. They like we need a physical therapist, and I'm like I'm not driving to Cock County. <laughs> yeah. And then I like, well, thank I said, well, I don't I don't want to go to Cock County, but thank you for calling. Knowing that I need a job and I can't pay my bills. <laughs> but I got in the shower and I heard that voice, you're going to Cock County. I'm like, okay, I'm going to Cock County. And I learned so much about people and injustice. You know, when I yeah. went there, I like there's no transportation for the right. <laughs> up there. Like, cause I like, where's the where's the bus so people can get to the dot? They're like, you're such a city girl. You know what I mean? <laughs> Understand what's going on. So it's definitely deep in my uh passion, my compassion for others, my empathy. Um and I, I learned, you know, I like to talk about race a lot, especially in meetings that I have. It's not a racial issue. It's just a, it's a to me it's a have and have nots because Cock County is primarily white, sure, right, poor people, yeah, and they have embraced me. And I mean, I'm I'm part of the family, and I'm like, man, I, I I mean, I said the world just keeps us so divided, and we just you know we have to find that common place that we're all people and yeah. we all matter. Absolutely, yeah. Oh, I'm not long-winded. I'm sorry. No, you're not. No, no, no. no, we'll let you go. I mean, no, it's great. <laughs> no, I was like, you probably should think of the next question for when she. No, ends. I know. Like, I was like, she's mad. but I could just listen to you. I talk. know. I was like, hey, she's magic. Please, please keep going. I'm just like, gonna try not to cry. One of my friends like, whatever you do on the campaign trail, don't cry. Like. Don't cry, Daisha. Don't cry. Don't but it's not. It's, it's not that I'm depressed. It's well, not why? a sadness. Okay, so right. Why? Why can't we cry? Yeah. We, we talk about this. And so we this is a, a woman thing. Yeah. Right? Please, please, We're not because it's a male. It's like, how? You know, I'm not weak. Was it a male that said that to you? Yeah. So I mean, but yeah. I'm not mm. weak. So does it? <laughs> so do I ask? Is he? Is, it, is there so? Is there dear maybe Mitch. so many emotions? <laughs> is there a dear? Is there a dear Mitch question? <laughs> How does it look if you see me on TV and I and, and I'm at a debate and I start crying? They like, oh, she's weak. Yeah. Is she not ready? I think it depends on the question, mm-hmm. and it depends on. I mean, I would if there were certain questions, I would I would think it was because there was so much emotion that you were trying to place perfectly well to say it mm-hmm. in a public forum like that would be my opinion personally mm-hmm. and so it's like you know when you're trying to hold back so much like because I'm an angry crier mm-hmm. when I'm angry is when I cry usually mm-hmm. because I'm so mad I'm so mad that I'm that mad right you and just I can't start, yes and I try to hold it in and I can't it just it just comes out and, so and that's me that would make me that's yeah. how I would mm-hmm. kind of view it mm-hmm. so dear Mitch dear Mitch as he laughs because <laughs> he don't want to be a part of the conversation today <laughs> It's too much girl power in here right now. 
It is a lot. He's fine with it, though. No, nah, that's that's the story of my life. <laughs> uh, very, very little masculinity involved in my life. I'm, I'm good with that. What do you think of... Answer if you the were, question. Yeah, would, I was trying to get, like, because what was the specific question? It, what would you think if you saw Daisha crying on... She was told by a male friend not to cry on the campaign trail. That was a like no, during no. a debate or anything. You're watching any. It doesn't have to be Daisha because now you know her. Anybody, any woman you see cry on the. I don't. I think I'm gonna be. I, I'm not gonna enjoy seeing anybody cry, male or female. Like I, I don't know. It's not that it would be weak. I, I mean, I don't know. I guess it, like you said, it depends on the circumstances. What precipitated it? And yeah, what I mean if. If you're crying because somebody called you a poop head or something, then like you, you're just a little too sensitive and you need to calm down. But if it's like something that you're passionate about, you know, Katrina, it, the the joke is Katrina in in the same episode can say she's a hard ass and she doesn't have a soul and she doesn't like anybody, and then 15 minutes later she's bawling her eyes out over a Disney princess story or something, you know. That's so me. it's it really. I, I guess it what? just depends. Maybe it's just something about people born in 1980. Yeah, I guess like, so. <laughs> Maybe it's just something about bipolar. February of 1980. <laughs> um, did you just call Daisha and me bipolar? No, just you. Okay. Uh, well, thank you I like, I really cry with the Christmas movies. I, those Christmas no. love stories have me crying all the time. Oh, for some reason. Too, right? I, so I some of this, I have think literally is... cried at every episode of Queer Eye. Yeah, <laughs> every right. single one. And, and, and all of, all of us have. And and I think though what what this is is it is like men. And everybody trying to hold women back from running. It's another one of the reasons why women don't run for office. Um, we can't be we seen get, as emotional. We can't yeah. be emotional. It's a it's a it's a negative it's a negative thing. It's a an you know, and it's crazy. Like nobody tells men that. We've talked about this in our Kavanaugh episode. He's crying and acting like a damn fool, testifying, mm-hmm. and she, you know, Christine Blasey Ford is perfectly fine and calm, but somehow she was the not credible witness. Mm-hmm. But, but if it had been the other, it way, had around, been the other way around, she would yeah, have she been did. this irrational, oversensitive, over-emotional, you know. Mm-hmm. But here's the other thing. So this is a, I, I wouldn't recommend employing it as a tool, crying, uh, but I think like you're also in like the most high stakes, probably one of the most high stakes periods of your life, mm-hmm, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so you're probably like, on edge a lot of the time, right? Mm-hmm. And I, so I, <laughs> I, uh, right, it's stressful. Well, maybe it's just stress, yeah. right? <laughs> you know? Well, and I think like Mitch is right, like being able to control yourself when like someone is just being rude or something mm-hmm. is good. But like, I think some honesty is good. I so we had a session at my workplace before the holidays about um, ways to get through stressful holiday stuff, mm-hmm. and it was like at our catered holiday lunch. And so I didn't expect it to be as emotional as it was, but there was a whole section on grief. And this was my first holiday season without mm-hmm. my dad. Mm-hmm. And so like it just went longer than I expected it to. <laughs> and I was like thinking about other things and like just like breathing. And then it just hit me. And I sobbed in front of like 80% of the people that oh, I work with. Mm-hmm. And I just like I was kind of trapped. Sometimes and you just need to cry, even if Mitch Wheeler makes fun of you for and it. it. <laughs> it Whatever. Just, it just happened. And afterwards, so the person talking was a, uh, um, a she was like a, a doctoral student in psychology. Mm-hmm. And so I was talking to her about it. And she was like, "No, I'm I'm actually really glad you didn't get up and leave." She said, "You know, it was good for other people to see like that real emotion like that." And she said, "When I looked around the room." I could tell it was helping other people process and work through some of their stuff. Mm-hmm. And so while, like, if I had my pick of things, I wouldn't have cried over, like, the Calhoun's, like, catered lunch. Uh, that wouldn't have been my choice for that day. Mm. Um, <laughs> but sometimes it just happens. Sometimes it just happens. Mm-hmm. Also, I'm wildly pregnant right now. There's lots of hormones happening. Is wildly pregnant different than just pregnant? Very wildly <laughs> pregnant. Yeah, it's yeah. fun. I mean, we have been talking about lions and all these things. And late stage. Like, <laughs> the hormones are out to play again. That's awesome. Um, but I think like, yeah, I think there's there I think there's something okay about an honest moment. Right? Yeah. And uh, and I think it's like people are afraid to be themselves and be human. I like come yeah. on uh I guess being a physical therapist, you know, I'll go to pe- people's homes. So they're crying yeah. with me. So a lot of people are alone. Like they they're going through their healing process alone. There's no family. 
and they cry and I like here we go that's probably yeah. I'm probably carrying these emotions and I'm crying like please yeah. don't cry oh. <laughs> like I'm you know I'm sure you pick that stuff up I get, all the time yeah so that's why I always lock myself up in the bathroom because I have to de- mm-hmm. you know debrief and like you know get myself in order because I give so much of me yeah throughout the day to to help people find their healing which I love that you said that because I do want to come back to something before we're on okay. air. Um, so you've done all of these things. You're running for mm-hmm. office. You've all of this wonderful things. And you said to me earlier, or said to the room, that you're not doing enough. Mm-hmm. But you're helping people physically. You're trying to help your community by supporting it and running. Mm-hmm. You're carrying emotional things that maybe you shouldn't carry for others because mm-hmm. you care because mm-hmm. you're a caring person how mm-hmm. is it in the how in the world could you possibly say with a straight face that you're you not heard doing that, enough you heard that crazy I remember when I was president of the league and you were I was like I don't know how she has time for this like yeah. that's what people always say, like <laughs> people thought I had kids they're like she never sees her kids she don't, like what is she doing I guess it, I just feel like there's more I feel like I'm supposed to be doing more and maybe it's just more like there's more to this journey that I'm rushing to. I want to see it now. Mm-hmm. And I feel like if I probably knew, I'd probably go in a rock and hide. <laughs> <laughs> so, but, you know, I think that's maybe it's just the anxiety, like just anxious, like there's more out there that I'm supposed to conquer. Sure. And well, and I think I you will do because it. you obviously have the drive and the yeah everything, the intelligence, the care, the love, the, mm-hmm. you know, but it's again a common theme. Someone is, I mean, you're, a remarkable woman. Oh, thank For you. you to say that you're not doing enough isn't reasonable. Like you heard the <laughs> list I read, right? Yeah. I did. did you hear that? Were you, were, you were that. here in the room. Your yeah. headphones are on. Yes, <laughs> I know. And it, it's like, you know, even with the list, like I'm involved, but I want to see more results from it, you know? And I know we're so limited by finances. And I love that. I feel like Daisha and I really, really, <laughs> yes. really could light some things on fire. So, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I need to be surrounded by women that just want to come and, and fight this war. Yeah. Like yeah. I try to tell myself, you know, when I'm feeling this carriage, I like Daisha, you're a queen and you're a warrior. Yep. You are. What and do you feel like you're fighting against? Just trying to fight for community. Yeah. Uh, just fighting, you know, it's just the injustice of everything, you know, poverty and, and you just, I mean, really poverty and, and just other things and hatred. And it's just like the blight that, you know, I'm passionate about the education that our kids are getting and you have children that don't know how to read and they're yeah. about to go to middle school and you, and you know the end result of that. They're going to end up in jail. Yeah. So it, it's just it's just fighting a system that devalues people. Maybe well, that's sure. what I feel like well, I'm fighting. Well, there is a specific, and so I'll, I'll bring this up. This, this Rand always says it has to be my job to do, but... <laughs> Um, we talk about, you know, we talk about feminism and we talk about all these things from our perspective mm-hmm. and what we know because we, we only have what we know. But we came across some months back a, a whole slew of things about black feminism. Mm-hmm. What you were just saying is there is a difference. There is, we as white feminists sometimes, not necessarily Rin and I, but all of, we don't realize that we're not necessarily speaking for black women, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, or black feminists, mm-hmm. it does look different mm-hmm. and it's important to know. And so we've, we've talked about where we're all open and we embrace different kinds of cultures and races and mm-hmm. ethnicities, all of that. We can't be colorblind because then we continue to minimize or marginalize right. people who are. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I do have to acknowledge and see that you're black. I don't need to hold you down for it or right. treat you differently, mm-hmm. but I need to know that it is in your struggle and where you live, how you were raised. Mm-hmm. All of those things do matter and they are different than mine. Yeah. And, and, so, and, it, and it's very hard because I always say, I don't, I don't think I had that mentor. So I feel like I'm out here just trying to figure it out. And I like... It's hard to be the only woman mm-hmm. and the only black in a room full of white males. Yeah. Love you, Mitch. <laughs> yes. But and so navigating it has been really hard. That's right. And when we walk in our room, at least we're still the same color. Right. And like that's the those are the things and you know, we we try to 
but like I said, we can only come from our experience. And so mm-hmm. that's why we're really grateful to have you on and be able to talk about these things because you do come from it, come to, to this with a very different perspective and a different life experience than mm-hmm. we do. And so it's really valuable and, you know, thank you. And thank you for running. Like this, this is a big deal mm-hmm. when you run because you just said you didn't have a mentor. Mm-hmm. Now you've become somebody's mentor. Yeah. And, and, and I think that was probably my goal. Maybe that's what it's all about. Maybe that's the purpose. You know, my pastor always said, you know, he talked about writing books. He like, you're not writing books to make money and travel. You're writing books for the next generation mm-hmm. to navigate through this world. Because I feel like the world gets worse day by day mm-hmm. with so much hatred. and It does, but we can make it better, right? We can make it better mm-hmm. if we live our authentic selves and do what we're supposed to do to make it better. Well, and I was going to, we moved on from this before I could say it, but I mean. Sorry. No, no, I think in terms of, no, I'm really glad you brought that up. But I think like in terms of running for office and being a f- public figure in the ways you already have been, mm-hmm. um, having that honesty, I think people are really hungry for an end to all the fake baloney stuff mm-hmm. in politics. Mm-hmm. And while there is like, you know, that you do want to appear professional and you want to look like you got it all together and everything, I think the only way that things like, you know, political races are ever going to become more authentic is if people like you present their honest selves, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know. And that's, and that's what I, I, I want to do. People kept saying, be yourself. But at the same time, people tell me, be myself. You're but getting mad cry. at me. <laughs> yeah, don't cry. You mad at me because I go talk to this person that you don't like. You know, it's just like, no. Mm-hmm. You know, and that's where, you know, I think that's where I got emotional with. It's like, oh, you're dividing me. You know, we... We post a little people, regardless if you agree. Yeah, absolutely. You know, separate their perspectives. They're still a human. That's right. And they still have a heart. That's right. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I learned that um, when I first started working at Fort Sanders, I used to be so intimidated by the doctors. And, like, you know, I just thought I was not good enough to talk to a doctor. And, I, and that was before I had my, I had a master's degree, but I remember just standing up one time. I like, you know, you're not doing right by this patient. Yeah. You yes. know, and, and he respected me through that. But it's just, it's just, you know, it's just these little things that just, you know, that I have learned so many nuggets. I would love to write a book. I have like seven journals right now. I would love stuff. to read. I would love to read. I would, I would say. <laughs> I would not be mad <laughs> about that book. So, um, yeah. So. Do you think that men also struggle with knowing their value? Oh yes, yeah. And and I and I think that it's get passed on on us, so we absorb that. Yeah, on them. And how can we? You know, there was a guy that was dating. He like Daisha, you don't do enough of speaking life in our relationship. And I'm like, oh, that's interesting. What does that mean? It's like you know, because I'm always. I'm I'm trying to figure out who I am, yeah. and I'm thinking you already um, as a man, you already know who you are. You can function in this world and do what you want, but not understand how broken our men are too. Mm-hmm. And just trying to be that person to uplift them. It's like, oh, you can go conquer the world. That's super. So we've talked before, so about self care, mm-hmm. um, about how like. So as much as we as women aren't socialized to do it because we're socialized to help other people, mm-hmm. men are socialized to think that. Um, they not, shouldn't need self care at all, right. and I mm-hmm. I think it might be a similar thing of like because I think sometimes the confidence that comes across as kind of yucky with men is really like overconfidence and insecurity yeah. from not knowing their value. Yeah, um, yeah. And I know I always try to ask that kind of question, and I know like there are some feminists who would roll their eyes at like any question like that, but we have male listeners too, and I think well, and we we once again believe truly in equality, and so yeah. we can't say one. And yeah. not have the other, and it, they're it, also people. Applies. That's and, right. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think if we, sorry, Mitch is laughing. Mitch is laughing at us. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. Is it a Mitch, dear are Mitch? You, Tom? Are you people? I'm sorry, it was it was Ren's qualification that <laughs> men are people too. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think are you though? <laughs> I, think, I think men are aliens. Now. <laughs> I well, I think that I mean I'm sensitive to this because I think some women would listen to our podcast. Some like hardcore feminists will listen to our podcast and think that we're like male apologizers or things like this because mm-hmm. they look at men as the oppositional force. Right. Mm-hmm. And if we're saying, no, please treat us with respect, 
we need to we need to respect them. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I I don't know. Sometimes I feel it's weird. Two way street. <laughs> yeah. The same way I feel weird talking about issues with like people of color. I feel weird talking about like dudes. I just think too much about everything I say. She so. does, and I'm like, I'm <laughs> just gonna like, charge ahead. She's like, your last name's Vargas. It pull, it brings you a lot more. And I'm like, does it? I'm just gonna do it anyway. She can yell at me. <laughs> I'm being insensitive or whatever. I don't. I don't mind being called out if I'm doing something wrong. Um, but it's but yeah, our, our men. I, I mean, I think we should empower our men too. You know, yeah. they they go through a lot too. You know, they just made. I think it looks different. Yeah, and I think that's what people don't understand. Empowering a man doesn't look the same as empowering a woman. Yeah. Well, and empowering the. Anybody all in this room might look different. different. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. Even, you know, we're all women except for Mitch, maybe. And Props. we don't, we all still need different kind of empowerment, different encouragement because we're different yeah. people. And that's why we need to communicate. Mm-hmm. We need to sit down and communicate. Even like, you know, you're running for office. It's like, no one's talking. Like, how yeah. are we going to get something done? Because every you have your own idea, you have yours, and everybody's yelling, like, listen to mine, I have the best. But yeah. I'm like, okay, where do we... Let's just lay it. Let's be ourselves. Mm-hmm. Well, even down to local <laughs> politics, people are so polarized and divided yeah. just by like labels. Yeah, you know, mm-hmm. uh, and it's really a shame because like nothing gets done if you don't work together. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like you can't you can't get elected as a Democrat in Knox County and not work with Republicans. That's not right. a thing. Yeah. It's not happen. <laughs> and that's why it's important to know your value. Really know who you are. Who are you? Yeah, because people are trying to define you all the time. So, and I think if you know your value and know who you are, you're less. And I can't I, I, be influenced. You can't be influenced, and mm. you're also less like sensitive to what other people are thinking. And you're mm-hmm. sitting there more secure in yourself, so mm-hmm. you're not like fighting with people as much, right, and you're not right. being defensive. Right, 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 right. So, I do want to know uh, how you decided to run for office because I feel Ooh. like that's kind of your your culmination, you know, to where you are right now. Well, um, people kept asking me every time I meet somebody, they like, you should run. They don't even know me. They like, you should run. I'm like, no, I'm not running. Um, so that's been like a, I guess the three year journey of when I got back involved in the community stuff and, you know, got appointed by Mary Royal Harold for a story zoning commission and all these things are happening. I'm like, okay. And I like how you like just brush over that. That's not a <laughs> yeah, It's like, you know, okay. the mayor appointed me to a board. <laughs> yeah, like, okay, here we go. And I kept saying no, and you know, it's just one people kept asking and asking. I'm like, well, maybe I should. And I, and I don't know, I had to sit down and say, is it fear telling me no? Because I'm very private, and that was my big issue. I'm a private person, and it's scary to be on this platform because you have to be willing to be attacked. Yes, and oh, I God. don't know if yeah. I was ready for that. Am I the one that supposed to do that? You know. I can't tell you the exact moment that I said yes. I think I just went and did it. Yeah. Good. And just, just kind yeah, of... You weren't walked. like stuck in the bathroom journaling and said, <laughs> I should run for office. No, it, it didn't it, look it, like that. Okay. It did not look like that. It, 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 and, and that's I had my campaign kickoff and I'm like, I know people are surprised, but because my coworker mentioned, he's like, you always want to do this because you're always involved. And I'm like, no, I haven't wanted to. I, I didn't want to do this. I didn't think this was part of the journey, but... You know, I guess when when you do need to listen, people, random people, not your friends, not your family, but random people say, "I like maybe I should." Yeah, and, and we I can just, talk ourselves out of anything. Yeah, That's yeah, I can understand that. Yeah, and it's scary because you think about like, are you gonna be supported? Mm-hmm. People don't like you. Do you have some money? <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's a lot. You know. It's not a small undertaking to run no, for office. No. Like it's, it's not nothing, that's for sure. There's yeah. there's so much about it that people don't understand. I mean, there's the physical labor of like walking around and trying to get votes. Mm-hmm. There's registering people. How there's many of the women that we've spoken to that have either run or thought about running have had this exact almost same story. People yeah. told them they should run. It didn't they didn't think they yeah. should, mm-hmm. and then they did. I think people like, either. I think women who crazy. decide to run for office either generally someone tells them to or they get pissed off yeah Mm -hmm. (laughs) i think those are the two stories yeah they're Mm -hmm. like you know what this is garbage i'm running or yeah but they get talked into it i mean there's so much financial stuff with running for office not only asking for money which is not something everyone can do Mm -hmm. and is much harder than it seems like 
Especially when you're not you're not asking for an organization, you're asking for yourself. Right. Mm-hmm. And I'm not used to asking for myself. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's really easy when it's a not when you got I a five oh one C three behind you. Yeah, but like <laughs> I can tell you to like help not so college because I know right. the reason, but it's like help Nation Lundy is like why are we helping Nation again? You know, just trying to figure that out and, and get that messaging right. But if you know your value. If you know your value, yeah. You can sell it. You, you're right. Building a team. Yes. Um, oh, my gosh. That's, I don't, yeah, <laughs> that's a lot. Yeah. Um, and then the, with the money, there's all the, like, financial regulations mm-hmm. that people I don't think are always aware of. Like, that is some strenuous stuff. And, whew. Yeah. I'm really tired, and you're the one running. I know. So. <laughs> I know, and I'm trying to find my, um, like I said, I always listen to that inner voice. It's like, find your rest in it. Don't yeah. stress. Because um, I, I don't want to kill myself over it. You know, it's just like, be yourself. Just, you know, that's my pep talk. Be yourself. And that's, I mean, look, that's yeah. your, that's what you know best. Yeah. So. Um, you yeah. know you. Mm-hmm. So you do you. Yeah. So that's important. That's one lesson I have learned uh, since I started, you know, the campaign trail. And I like, I told my mom, I said, you know what? I don't think I have been assertive enough as a woman. Okay. We often have that, and, or um, because we're afraid we sound too assertive. Too, and we're too assertive, and I'm going to go off and yeah. like fire you. Mm-hmm. And then I look like a bitch. I say that on air. <laughs> well, well, we'll we'll bleep it out. Okay, I'm sorry. <laughs> No, it's okay. <laughs> you spelled it, so it's fine. Yeah, it's fine. Okay. <laughs> spelled all this fine. But yeah, I'm just really trying to embrace that person and not worry about, you know, what people, if they leave, you know. Mm-hmm. I think it's still a little insecurity about me. Like, oh, I might lose a friend or something like that. But I like, you know, this is bigger than me. Yes. And I have to remind myself every day it's bigger than me. So some people can't walk that journey with you. And sure. that and that's 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 the that's the hard part. Mm-hmm. Oh, I think that might be my biggest struggle if I was mm-hmm. running for office. Mm-hmm. That would be really... I hadn't really thought about that before. That mm-hmm. would be really hard. Losing mm-hmm. people. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it'd be the disappointment more that they couldn't still be your friend and not agree yeah. with you 100%. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, that would be disappointing to me. Yeah. And I mean, and, 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 and it, it would I, be I a witnessed, true test, yeah. I think, yeah. of, and of it, true friendship yeah. to you. And, it, and, it, and it's hard. So, you know, I have cried, but it's like, okay... Like I say, I have to be reminded it's it's bigger than me, mm-hmm. and everybody doesn't have the capacity sure. to go and do more. Sure, some people aren't good about judging what they're actually able to contribute. Even right. like you know, they think they want to help you, and then really they can't come through all the A way. way. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. So when when you think about running for office, do you think about it more as running as a person of color or a woman? Like. Like, have you found yourself thinking about that, or just like as a person? As a person, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. Like, like a community member, as a community you're member you're that a has a voice, yeah, and uh, just really just want to be a voice for my community because you know, even though I went away for school, I came back. My community has declined, even though our, the district is bigger than East Knoxville, is downtown, is Mechanicsville, Lonsdale, but I still have seen a decline in our community, but really a decline in. People are talking to each other. Sure. <laughs> yeah. So, you know, it, it's, it's I'm hoping time. I can bring, I mean, not necessarily peace, but just kind of bring some, cal- yeah, some calmness around it. Yeah. You know, so, yeah. It's well, big, 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 uh, big steps, and I'm glad you've taken them. Well, thank you. Mm-hmm. Thank you. Mitchie, do you have any white male insights you'd like to contribute? <laughs> Mitch's manly insights. He's been really quiet. I thought y'all said he talks a and lot. Not, not, <laughs> we don't let him loose when we have When we have a guest, guests. we try to rein it in until the end. Oh, okay. So he only okay. gets his little segment, and then if he's you ridiculous, get two it minutes. gets even less. Yeah, if I get that. Um, oh, two minutes. Are you about to get cut so, off? <laughs> Unfortunately for me, he controls he runs the board the, thingy. Yeah, he runs the so, soundboard, so if know. anybody gets cut off, it's us. Oh, okay. <laughs> Uh, until we, until Ren read that uh, CVS receipt list of <laughs> accomplishments, accomplishments and stuff, oh. <laughs> I was feeling really good about myself for actually taking things to Carm to drop off. Like I actually took <laughs> the stuff That's there because last yes. time I had Katrina take it for me, so I was like, you know what, I did a big boy thing today and I dropped some stuff off at Carm. 
Karma's on my side. And now, <laughs> and now you feel I, like I, after that, I think my privilege and I are just going to sit over here and keep our mouth shut. No, it's important to do. Everybody plays a role. <laughs> Daisha so is kind. so lovely. You're going mean, to do, just from that reaction, you're yeah. going to do really you're, well working for us. You're just fine. You're going to be just fine, Daisha. That's um, so funny. I mean, we are very lucky. I think your community is lucky to have you. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. All of Knoxville, uh, you know. County, us county people. Well, I feel lucky to know you too. Yeah. Yes, yeah. I'm so excited. Yeah. Was there anything else you'd like to share? Mm, can I talk about voting? <laughs> Absolutely. Uh, this is the right podcast this for is that. The right you know, Christ, you're just, sitting. We might as well start another episode. <laughs> no, I just want to tell people early voting starts February 12th, and election day is March 3rd, and just stay engaged. Stay engaged, and 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 really look at the candidates and. Get to know, get to know everybody, because I I really believe our community's in a huge shift. Yeah, and we 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 need the right voice at the table. Well, and no matter where you are, um, you know, if you're listening to this in Knox County, if you're listening to this in, in Denmark, hey, Anline, um, <laughs> anywhere, Alabama. I don't know. I actually don't know how the electoral process works we don't in other places, but at all. you know, Shane, my husband, is always talking about the electoral college, and he doesn't okay. like it, and yeah. and how his vote doesn't count. Your vote counts one for one mm-hmm. at the local at the level. Lo- that's mm-hmm. right. And a lot of times at the state, too. But, I mean, a local race can be won or lost by a handful of votes. Um, and the mayor's has, race was won by, like, eight votes. Yes. That has mm-hmm. happened here before. That's right. Mm-hmm. Our, may- our last mayor, county mayor race was eight. I mean, then they finished tallying. It still was a very small margin. Wow. Democracy is at, in its truest form at yes, the local at level. Local. Yep. Mm-hmm. And so if you really want to... You know, be part of that American process. Like the local place is the the way yeah. to. It's really yeah. important. Well, especially if you feel out of control of the, you know, national level. Yeah, you can. Mm-hmm. You can. Your voice is heard locally. So yeah, and, get and out people there and do just it. need to get. You know, just try to get involved in the community. People think you should have to go big, but taking close to quorum is good. Yeah, <laughs> you know, it, it makes it, you a it's, real it's, hero. It's, it does. Well, at least he did it this time himself. <laughs> <laughs> and now he's going to step out and do more. Because, I mean, I, I, I think I, I just found my, you know, my power, you know, just stepping out. Like, I don't know what I'm doing, but let's just do it, you know. I think you do know what you're doing. I think you're... Selling yourself short again. Yeah. I thrive so. off challenges. <laughs> you can't wait until you feel like you're ready. That's no, Tina you're never going to yeah. be ready. Yep. Never yep. going to be ready. Yep. Tina Fey or Amy Poehler, one of them says that. Well, like, yeah, you can't wait until you're ready because you'll never do it. You never yep. do it. Yeah, Just like quit my job. Like, <laughs> yeah. But yeah. That takes, I'm that's, here. That's your gutsy lady there. Yeah. yeah. That's where my tears come from. When I'm <laughs> it's like, I can't believe yeah. where I'm at. Well, I'm, We're I'm, excited for we you. We are excited for you. Um. So I guess... Daisha, we forgot to kind of warn you about this part. Uh oh. Well, before we do that, let's yeah. make sure everybody finds us on thatotherfword.com. We're on Facebook. We're on Instagram at thatotherfwordpod. Um, and subscribe and review and rate and all those wonderful things. We'd really appreciate it. Yep. And Daisha. Yeah, so Daisha, right over there is what we like to make sure every one of our listeners remembers. So will you hit them with that, please? Feminism isn't a bad word. Awesome. Yeah. Thank you, Daisha. <laughs> Thank you. Yay. I want to clap. <laughs> I want to go quit my job. <laughs>